Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best breakfast candy. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Best breakfast candy. <laughs> Hal, what are we doing? You know, Mark, I've always considered <laughs> our podcast. Yes. This is the great thing about being part of Max Fun. One mm-hmm. of the many great things. Max Fun offers a variety of different branches of entertainment. Whether yes. you want intelligent pop culture and cultural discourse, whether you want just sort of like freewheeling conversations. Or if you want in-depth interviews, we have all of that and many, many more things. But there is a special area of Max Fun, the judicial branch. Yeah, it's one of the three main branches. It is one of the three main branches. And that is comprised, I would say, the McElroys with my brother, my brother, and me. They give more Mm -hmm. advice. That's more counsel. So the legal counsel. But when it comes to the actual judicial branch, Mm -hmm. there are really only two podcasts that come to mind. One is ours. Yeah. And then one is what would be the chief judicial podcast of the judicial branch. The chief justice of Max Maximum fun. Yes. Judge John Hodgman. Correct. Many time guest. We have argued cases before him. So we have been to his court and he has been to ours many a time. Mm-hmm. And we've never had this before. This is the very first time this has ever happened. So John will take submissions from listeners to clear the dockets, maybe some smaller cases. And here's one that came in that was referred to us by Judge John Hodgman that we are going to settle. So this is kind of us filing a friend of the court briefing for Judge John Hodgman. Yes, the letter reads, Dear Judge Hodgman, I seek neither injunction nor court order. I am simply looking for the court's official recommendation for my go-to icebreaker question. As an adult, which candy is best suited to eat for breakfast? I just realized now that this was an icebreaker question. We're going to come back to that. (laughs) Obviously, for a child, the answer is any slash all of them. But as an adult, say with a cup of coffee, what is acceptable? I look forward to hearing the J-Squad's answer. It needs to be entered into the archives at the Smithsonian. Sincerely yours, Dallas Gray. Dallas, we're going to do you one better than putting it into the Smithsonian. We're going to etch it into the very living rock of history across the universe now and forever, whatever we rule. Yeah, in all medium, in perpetuity, for all time, any medium now known or heretofore created, it will be etched in the same rock in which all of our previous decisions for the people of the world, standing tall on a cliff somewhere on this planet within earshot of all humans to whom Hal may say people of the world. That is where we are going to write this down. Correct. And so what is the topic again? <laughs> as an adult, which candy is best suited to eat for breakfast? Now I have the, the specificity of as an adult. As an adult. Because yeah. the kid, as Dallas rightly points out, mm-hmm. as they have said, mm-hmm. when you're a child, you will eat any candy, anytime, anywhere. I disagree, first of all. I disagree with that. Really? But we're not talking about we're, the question is what's uh, the, the best candy for an adult to eat for breakfast. But I disagree that a kid will eat any candy at any time for breakfast because there is a lot of garbage candy out there. You don't and if think- my choice is bacon and eggs or good and plenties, <laughs> I'm going to have bacon and eggs. That's true. 
That's true. You know what I mean? I never woke up as a child thinking, I really want a sleeve of sun-kissed gummies. <laughs> hey, honey, do you want oatmeal for breakfast? Uh, no, thank you. You know what sounds good? Necco wafers yeah. for can breakfast. I, can I have a fake lemon slice with what I think is shaved glass all over it? <laughs> Please and thank you. Uh, what do you want for breakfast? Just gum. <laughs> do you have any chiclets? Oh. Yeah, this topic, this topic bothers me for so many reasons, <laughs> not least of which is, as you pointed out rightly that we would come back to this, this is your icebreaker question? I actually love it. At first, I was like, it's kind of an odd icebreaker, but isn't that what's great about it? Because yeah, we've been posed this question. This is really the first time we've heard it or really considered it. And here yeah. we are already going like, well, I'm completely off balance. My guard is down. We're riled up get into it. Yeah, and we will have opinions about it. I'm setting controlled fires all around my small <laughs> closet slash studio, trying to find an answer to this. Yeah, this room, around, I'm creating sigils in the shapes of assorted candy logos around me in the hopes that one of them will materialize in the middle of this candy pentagram. But nothing is working yet, Hal. I know, my eyes are rolling so far back in my head that I'm looking at my sinuses, <laughs> and the answers aren't there, I can tell you that. For sure. Uh, I do. Uh, yeah, I kind of at first I now I feel the same way that I was like, this is your icebreaker question. And like, because it feels like and I hate to sound like I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, mm -hmm. but it sounds like the correct answer might be don't have candy for breakfast. But we're not allowed to say that in this episode. That is against the spirit of this episode. Yeah. To say that you should not have candy for breakfast. But if that's your icebreaker question, I'm going to say that be careful because you might run into every once in a while somebody whose opinion is you shouldn't have candy for breakfast. You have an icebreaker question uh, you go to that you think is fun. Like, I'm going to start a conversation and let's I'm just going to ask this question and then it's going to launch a huge talk. This when I worked at Universal Studios. The one that seemed to be the most effective and one that I just used in everyday life. That's not like a you know, like a stumper disarm a person kind of icebreaker question, sure. but it's a combo, which is where are you from and what's your favorite thing to eat there? Pretty oh, much yeah. everybody loves to talk about their favorite food where they're from. Oh, that's really good. What's yours? I feel like I do have a lot of conversation about food. It kind of depends yeah. on the, I also love to talk with people about movies. I ask mm -hmm. people just, what is your favorite movie of all time? If they're like, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't have a favorite say what are what are three that you love what's the movie that you love that you can watch over and yeah. over again and then because you've done enough episodes of this show you go okay now of those three here's some criteria i want you to look at and <laughs> we're going to eliminate them one at a time yeah my curse <laughs> is that i force everybody to be on my podcast at all times even when there's no microphone hey at least you're forcing them onto we got this and you're not hitting them with a folding chair tights and fight <laughs> style i assume that's what you guys do over there yeah, we just hit each other with chairs right in the head. <laughs> I am not doing okay. Okay, through whatever magic, you have to eat a candy mm -hmm. for breakfast. I think there are a couple ways to go here, right? Yeah. And Dallas has set it up like, you're having a cup of coffee, as all adults do. Mm -hmm. You know, you wake up, you have your cup of coffee, you're in your robe, your mm -hmm. hair is unkempt. And then as soon as you've had your coffee, your day begins. Take a shower, you tuck your newspaper under your arm, grab your briefcase, yeah. Yeah. and you walk through the streets of New York with a bunch of people dressed just like you, but mm -hmm. you kind of stand out. And you notice the ones that have a little dog on a leash that looks mm -hmm. like them. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. someone walks by with a baguette and romaine in a paper bag. Mm-hmm. And you think in the story of my life, New mm-hmm. York really is a central character. It really is. Why is it always autumn? I've lived here for four years, but these leaves have changed colors and have not stopped falling. Yet the pile never gets bigger. Yeah. And you sit down in your cubicle mm-hmm. and your best friend comes and leans over and says something <laughs> irreverent to you. And their coffee mug says, I f- for money. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Well, that got bleeped. Um, <laughs> so I think there are a couple of different ways to approach this. I had one in my head. That I thought was the right. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. That was just so aggressive. <laughs> that was the most aggressive joke you've told on this show. He got it off the clearance <laughs> rack at Spencer's. They at certain point, Spencer's just stopped giving up. They were like, yeah, they, or they stopped trying. Yeah, there's no innuendo anymore <laughs> at Spencer's. There's no, there's no like tongue in cheek. That tongue is firmly out of its cheek and has rolled out howling wolf style. <laughs> Tex Avery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Aruga. <laughs> he had a board meeting and everybody was like, do you think they're getting it? <laughs> oh God. So I, I had a candy that came to mind right away. Uh, yeah, so did I. And in my head, I thought the, the reason why this is the candy. This is my, I'm not going to say what it is, but I, mm-hmm. and I want to hear what your thought process was too. Mine was, all right, what is the thing that has maybe the most of what you would need from a breakfast? If you need like protein, you need something mm-hmm. to give you some energy. What is maybe the healthiest candy bar? I'm glad you asked Hal Lublin because I had the exact same thought. Yeah. And, uh, there are some candy bars that are better than others. Mm hmm. And yes, I, uh, my first thought was the same thing. You're going to want to find, uh, a, I think it's going to be a bar. I don't think it's going to be something that is like a handful of, you know, whatever, because I don't know, maybe just the idea of it being in bar form makes me somehow convince myself that a nut rageous is a power bar. <laughs> you know it's, what I mean? This chunky is good for me. <laughs> yeah. This almond joy. I'm having fruit for breakfast. <laughs> can I, can I tell you a thought process I had that I yes. immediately realized I was going down the wrong street? Yes. Which is, you know, when you're done eating your breakfast, the first thing mm-hmm. you want to do is brush your teeth. You don't want mm-hmm. the breakfast breath, whatever yeah. that is. You want to, you want fresh breath. I thought, what would be something? What would be a candy you could eat that if you had to skip brushing your teeth, your breath would still be minty fresh? And you How? might be thinking lifesavers. <laughs> But you're, you couldn't be more wrong. No, I'm thinking the York peppermint patty. That's exactly right. That's exactly what I was thinking. Then I thought, <laughs> oh, you know, you know what stinks? Someone's breath after they've had a York peppermint patty, because that's only good for the person who eats it. Like the mint just yeah. goes inward and makes you want to ski, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, I remember the commercials. The yeah. uh, the chocolate on the outside is what the outside world is going to get. That sort of like dark chocolate plastic coating that's now coating the inside of your mouth. Mm-hmm. I also like the idea that <laughs> that in your thought process, it's, well, the best candy for breakfast is clearly the one that also means you don't have to brush your teeth. Are you Kevin McAllister in Home Alone right now? <laughs> I just was thinking, wouldn't this be... <laughs> I just I thought it would be efficient. Oh my god. You 
I did realize I was wrong. I did realize I was wrong. You were looking you were looking for the most efficient toothbrush in our best breakfast candy episode. What would what, what, what can I eat that maybe people wouldn't go? Did you have candy for breakfast? Like, what <laughs> wouldn't they do that with? And bourbon. Aren't a candy. Dude, That's candy amazing. and bourbon. Just finish it with bourbon. <laughs> Nobody's going to ask about the candy if they're like, holy crap, it's 9 a.m. Do you have bourbon breath? <laughs> I think Cal's an alcoholic. <laughs> it smells really strong. Oh, it's fine. He just swishes his mouth after every Reese's. And then swallows. And then swallows. After every Reese's. Yeah, I think that... This is hard because if if we're going to take into account the health of what we are putting in our bodies, mm-hmm. then Candy for Breakfast is not the episode to do it on. We also just did Best Bedtime Snack episode. Mm-hmm. This feels like a bookend to that. This feels like that episode's rock bottom. It's the opposite. The, the answer to that one was a breakfast food. That's right. Cereal was uh, the best bedtime snack. Now it's breakfast time and we're breaking out the candy. I will say it here's the here's one thing that makes it not that crazy mm. is that candy and cookies are usually in the same aisle in the grocery store. But uh nobody seems to nobody seems to complain about the fact that most or a lot of breakfast items are just cookies. Yeah, but they're not in that aisle. I thought you were going somewhere with it that I realized, oh wait, is he about to tell me he has cookies for breakfast? That doesn't No, but right. cookies for breakfast are I mean cookie crisp cereal or biscotti with your coffee that's cookies for breakfast i guess it feels like a stretch well look, look, i mean a i know sweet you're trying to make it for work. breakfast my, it. my point is a sweet thing for breakfast sure pop tarts you know what i mean exactly pop tarts pop tarts are basically candy yeah look we certainly here in the states have an addiction to mm-hmm. sugar and i know that from the times that i've gone hey let's not eat as much sugar it's like instantly yeah. the first couple of days i'm tired i have a headache I don't mm-hmm. feel good because my body is detoxing from all of the sugar. Yeah. So much. That's of not just, that's not strictly sugar. American, by the way. Yeah. But here it seems like it's worse. It's oh, Italy is straight up cookies for breakfast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So now it's course, also yeah. not a large breakfast. Yeah. It's not a huge breakfast country, but it's definitely sweets for breakfast. Well, here it's a giant boat. Uh, it's like a peewee sized bowl of Mr. T cereal plus two <laughs> eggs plus bacon yeah. plus toast. So. There's never an opportunity to put sugar into a meal that we're not going to take advantage of as as a people in sure. general. Uh, well, you look, we've both ordered a milkshake as the drink with our meal before. Listen, I, I had to go to. Oh no! What did you? What have you done, Lublin? I went. I had to go exchange. I had to pick up a new CPAP. This is all related. I had to pick up a new CPAP <laughs> machine. Because look, 2021 was a tough year. I lost a bunch of weight in 2020. It all came back in 2021. Hey, That's, man, let's it's good for everybody. We, we all so put on the COVID-19. I, I went and picked it up and I grabbed McDonald's on the way back. Mm. It was a sugary drink. And then mm. as I got closer, it was far away. So I got closer. I was like, I, I want a milkshake. So I went to McDonald's and they didn't have their machines were out. So mm-hmm. I had to go to another place. That I, I think I went to three <laughs> places. <laughs> but it was, Wait. when you have that. Although, you know, here's another thing about ice cream, though. Mm-hmm. Jenny's, Jenny's Splendid Ice Creams, which is, there are several locations in Los Angeles. There, there are a couple other locations around the country, and you can mail order it. It's a well-made, not bespoke ice cream, but mm-hmm. but a gourmet ice cream. And they, they did a promotion. Twine-wrapped ice cream. Twine-wrapped ice cream. 
Yeah. They did a promotion uh, this past Saturday, which was their ice cream for breakfast promotion, where they try to break the record. What is happening to the world? Scoops. I, I know, but I, I heard about this from family and they were like, huh, maybe, maybe you want to check it out. And I, in that moment, I was like, I don't want ice cream for breakfast. Yeah. You thought that for how many seconds? No, I, I stuck to you, it. You continued to think that. Because yeah. that thing, that seems like this, like the, in this episode, yeah. they go, I don't want candy for breakfast. Well, hold on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if there was a well, hold on moment to this, but you maintained, no, I don't want ice cream for breakfast. Yeah, it was breakfast time. I wanted something savory. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm always a savory breakfast person. Now I'll have a pancake, like once in a while, a pancake or a French toast or a waffle if I think it's really good. But yeah. But even then, you want something savory with it. This is just... Let's have candy. And I, have I had candy at breakfast time before? Sure. Was it my breakfast? No. And that's an exactly. important distinction. I have had candy at breakfast time because I've woken up during the holidays when I go visit home and there's the permanent bowl of peanut M&M's sitting out there. Exactly. And I'm have. like, I will walk past on my way to make breakfast. I'll be like, well, guess the first thing I'm eating today is a couple of M&M's simply because my hand brushed past them. I wish they would take the party size bag and just remove the word size from it. <laughs> just so it's party bag. It's a party bag for me. <laughs> Give me the big one. And then I just grab that and, you know, you can have, you might have a couple in the morning if you're waiting for, say, your wife to wake up so you can have breakfast together. Maybe you're hungry. Maybe you woke up early. I don't know. It's not your fault. Let me ask this question because this seems to be the right time for it. What, let's talk about peanuts. Do we think our ultimate best breakfast candy is going to be a chocolate and peanut based candy? Because I have to say, I think that we can eliminate the candy that is just pure sugar. All of those fruit based candies that are just pure sugar, your, you know, Sour Patch Kids and Starburst and all those. I think we can eliminate those. I think what we're going to wind up with is going to have peanuts in it because that protein kick is going to be a valuable thing. I do. I don't, I don't want to tip my hand too much. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's what I'll say is the one that I have in mind that I thought would make a good breakfast. And I'm not saying this is definitely the answer, but the mm-hmm. one that I had in mind, I specifically picked one that didn't have chocolate. Really? Mm-hmm. Cause it is a candy bar, but it also feels like, Oh, I could have this for breakfast. And I, I could think I know. I think I know which one you're thinking of. And that's kind of the only one. That's kind of the only one. Because my first thought was Snickers. Right. Of course. Because they're advertising Snickers satisfies hungry. Why wait? You wake up hungry. Snickers is the one that feels like a power bar. But I think I know what you're talking about. And I think it might be the correct answer already. I hate to already jump to what I think the correct answer is, but. Well, what if, if we were to include chocolate, do you think Snickers would be the answer? Would you like a Twix where there's like a cookie to it? So it's better with coffee or with a drink. Cause me, I'm having water. I'll just horse whatever it is. Doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. I think the, though I've never dunked Twix in anything. Not, not dunked, but it's a good complimentary. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. You don't have, if you have, you don't have to dunk. Yes. I think of cookies. I think of dunking and coffee. Of course. Because I've been ingrained with the name Dunkin' Donuts, I suppose. <laughs> America runs on it. Right? Um, huh. Yeah, I guess there are. There's probably a, a Twix wouldn't be a bad idea. Let's do this. Let's take a pause. 
to think about the things that might accompany a tea or a coffee, your traditional breakfast drinks, maybe even some juices and see if there are any that fit with that. In the meantime, you're going to hear from some other fine Max Fun podcasts and maybe a sponsor or two. Ooh. I don't know your life. We'll be right back. You know our show. Do I? This episode of We Got This with Mark and Hal is brought to you in part by Lumi Labs. So you've probably heard about microdosing. If you search around a bit on the internet, you will find all sorts of people are microdosing to feel healthier and to perform better. Well, our show today is sponsored by Microdose Gummies. Microdose Gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And they really do taste and feel amazing. I use them for creativity to find myself in that creative flow. Uh, they help me wind down at the end of the day. I just had a 12-hour flight, and I cannot imagine taking this 12-hour flight without microdose gummies. They really did save my bones and my muscles and anything that could possibly get antsy and achy. They're great. I really like them. They help me wind down. I can chill out. I sleep like a baby. Big fan all around. Microdose is available nationwide. And to learn more about microdosing THC, just do a quick search online or go to microdosegummies.com and use code WEGOTTHIS to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description. But again, that's microdosegummies.com and code WEGOTTHIS. And thanks to Lumi Labs for sponsoring this show. I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we're the hosts of One Bad Mother, a podcast about parenting. Parenting is hard, and we have no advice. But we do see you doing it. Honk if you like to do it. <laughs> Didn't we have a bumper sticker a while back that was like, yeah. honk if you did it? That's what it I was. I think it was honk if you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we not ever make those? those we are did the make them. I did think we? they're still in the Max Fun store. <laughs> Honk, honk. You're doing it. <laughs> Thanks, Biz. So are you. Each week, we'll be here to remind you that you're doing a good job. You can find us on MaximumFun.org. Honk, honk. Toot, toot. I listen to Bullseye because Jesse always has really good questions. What did John Malkovich wear when he was 20? <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. There's always that moment where Jesse asks a question that the person he's interviewing has not thought of before. I don't think anyone's ever said that to me or acknowledged that to me, and that is so real. Bullseye, interviews with creators you love and creators you need to know. From MaximumFun.org and NPR. And we're back. All right, in that break that you and I did not take, did you think of any other... Good compliment to a cup of coffee candies. I Well, I think a Twix goes with a coffee or a tea. I think that's a, a point in its favor. I think for mm -hmm. a coffee, and I'm not much of a coffee drinker. I've had it before. It's very mm -hmm. bitter. I think maybe a Kit Kat might go well with that. It also might go well with a tea because it's a way, it's like a wafer that has that kind of stuff going on inside of it might be a good companion. And also those both have the advantage of not having a ton of other, like a a, a, a caramel or caramel that you have in a Twix. Makes mm -hmm. sense because there's a caramel macchiato. Like that is a common flavor in coffees. Yeah. So as is chocolate. So those things all work together. You mentioned the Kit Kat. What about some of these crazy uh or crazy to us, but ubiquitous in other places, varied Kit Kat flavors that you can mm -hmm. find? There is matcha flavored Kit Kat. Yes. Green tea. And that, mm -hmm. you know, that is a common breakfast thing. Yes. 
Yes. Oh, wait. <laughs> the best breakfast candy is those novelty gummy candies that they make that are shaped like eggs. <laughs> Clearly, that's what it is. It's gummy eggs, gummy bacon, and uh, uh, you can just take the bun from a gummy hamburger and make yourself a little um, gum, some gummy toast. You can make yourself a breakfast gummy sandwich. I just it an egg McGumfin, if you will. It tastes like somebody 3D printed candy. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. It's like that. Like I love the idea of fondant. I think that's what they're generally made of. Is a, is yeah, a, I think so. Or just like a it, or the same stuff that gummy bears are made of. Yeah, it's like a. Well, I think if it's opaque, like a, if it's opaque, I think it's fondant. If it's yeah. semi transparent, it's the other. Then it's a like a gelatin, yeah, sort of, like a dextrose, uh, corn right? Starch. Like a Turkish corn delight cornstarch base. A lot thing. of cornstarch in there. The fondant candies are so fondant needs to be flavored heavily. Like if you mm-hmm. put it on the outside, of, we had fondant on our wedding cake, mm-hmm. and it had to be flavored because otherwise, there's a whole portion of each bite you're taking of the outer part of the cake that sucks. <laughs> it look, yeah, no part of it's like that. You know what it suck. is. Fondant, the flavor of fondant is not why you buy it. Fondant is pretty in the way that the red wax on the outside of a baby bell is pretty. You know what I mean? Like, I equate those two as the same kind of thing. A baby bell? You mean, you know, baby bell cheese, the little thing? Yeah. Yeah. Like the fondant is basically the red part of a baby bell. Yeah. It's what keeps it looking pretty. But you, you can flavor fondant to make it taste good. You can flavor the waxy red part of a baby bell, I'm sure. She's not supposed to eat that. I mean, I never have, but the fondant you can eat. Like I said, I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, man. Some that maybe someone's yum. You're right. I'm sorry. I was so close minded about it. You ever just chew on your baby bell wax like it's the inside mouthpiece, uh, part of a wax lips? My baby bell wax. No, I don't. I want my baby bell, baby bell wax lips (laughs) eating them up. I hate them. I every time I've tried, I'm like, maybe this is good. And then it's not anytime. And I the baby bell or the wax lips. Yes. You don't like baby? Oh, I love baby bells. Baby bells are my go-to like little cheese. like. Yeah. But I mean the wax. Like well, the no, wax I, lips. You're not the supposed wax, to. Anything waxy. Not, I mean like wax lips. Anything that's waxy that's like you're, you're supposed to eat. It never tastes good. It's just you can eat it. Like you can eat a crayon because it's non-toxic. <laughs> but you shouldn't because it tastes bad. I kind of want to eat a crayon now. Then you want to now that I know that I can eat a crayon. You don't remember. I wish I'd have known. I wish I'd have known for years that episode of Mr. Rogers where he took you inside the Crayola factory, and then when they came back to him, he had a bunch of colored wax on the corner of his mouth. <laughs> He'd just been eating crayons. Yeah, mm, that was nice. Fred, Fred, uh, are you eating crayons? Nope. Fred, it's you. I like. Hold no, on. I like you too, Fred. But have you been eating crayons? There's some gold stuck in my molar. Wait, like gold? Like Can you say that? Can you say that? Look. Yeah. Sure. Look at that. I also ate three of my fish. I'm sorry. You, what was that, Fred? What? <laughs> Do I what? Do you think it's possible that a smaller, like a Reese's Pieces? Oh, or, like a grab them by the handful? Or mint lentils? No, they're bad. That's a real Mint strong. lentils? That's really, you had mint lentils, right? What are mint lentils? Mint lentils are like a, they're a candy coated dark mint chocolate. Mm-hmm. And so they have, they're thinner and sharper edged than M&M's. Not sharp, but like more narrowly edged. Mm-hmm. The coating is almost like a powdery sugar coating. So it's got like a roughness to it. And they, it's a really strong mint taste. They're so good. 
And they I come in know, like I don't think I've ever had these. Here are the colors they come in. Oh jeez. White. Mm-hmm. Green. Mm-hmm. Purple. Mm-hmm. Lighter purple. Mm-hmm. That's it. Interesting. Are they like from some sports team whose colors are green, purple, and light purple, like the something Jokers? Yes, they're from the Illinois Jokers. Oh, okay. It's a minor league baseball team where it's a bunch of mint lentils dancing downstairs with a cigarette hanging out of their mouth. No, it's they're they're like um, I guess they're a grandma candy. Yeah, they're. So I mean, good. hey, speaking of grandma candy, uh-huh. you know what? If you're in a rush and you're like. I don't have time. All I have time for is my coffee, but I want a little bit of sugar kick, but I don't like putting sugar in my coffee. How do I get myself just a few calories to jolt start my day? Mm-hmm. Grab a Werther's out of the bowl on the way to your car on your way to work, man. That's a little breakfasty. Brilliant life hack. That is right? no way that could be the candy that's best for breakfast. <laughs> because if you had it on its own, Mm-hmm. It would not be enough. I think whatever it is needs to be enough. It needs to have some substance. So it wouldn't be one, like, Reese's Pieces, you always eat a bunch of them at once. You don't eat them. Yeah. Generally, you eat like a couple at a time, but you have a larger serving. Werther's are like, you have to unwrap each one. Yeah. So they're not meant to be eaten in bulk. Doesn't mean that's not how it goes down. (laughs) Yeah. And you don't want a breakfast where each bite you have to individually unwrap. It just, yeah, it doesn't make you feel good. Hey, do you have egg McMuffins? No, but I have 15 tiny little egg McMuffin bites for you. Yeah. Though I would totally buy a bag of Egg McMuffin bites. If they were like Totino's pizza rolls. Oh, dude, if they were like pizza rolls, but they were on the inside, they were breakfast versions. Oh, that's a great idea. Right? I wonder if they ever tried that. You remember when they made microwavable eggs, when those became like really Aren't all eggs microwavable? No, this was like frozen and then you would microwave them. So you get a breakfast. It was like a TV dinner was a TV breakfast. We used to have, I had it in the sandwich form. So I would have like mm. the frozen breakfast sandwiches. And I would have those. And then that was, they're always super because they would like, you would cook them in the, they didn't have the magic cardboard sleeve that a hot pocket had. Yeah. So they didn't toast the outside. You basically wound up with like a little mush patty. Yeah. Of egg and some medium rare sausage. You know who makes a great microwavable breakfast sandwich? Who's that? Weight Watchers. Really? It's so good. That's good to know. It's really good. It's like a turkey sausage patty. It's got the cheese. Hell, we can't do this. We can't do this. We can't start talking about the breakfast that we want to have. We have to have the breakfast that Judge John Hodgman sent us, which is candy, Hal. Yes, you're right. We have to uphold our job as the other part of the judicial branch of Maximum Fun. Exactly. Okay. You're the first district court of Maximum Fun. What do you think? Do you want me to say what mine is? I know what yours is. I think I know what yours is. And the second you said that it was non-chocolate based, as we were talking about peanuts, I realized what it was. And it's the only one I can think of now. And I think it is, if it's the one I'm thinking of, it's going to be hard to beat a payday as a breakfast candy bar. You're right. That was what I was thinking. That was what you were thinking of. Yeah. Because it's not much nougat, just a little, a little, a little extrusion of nougat through the middle. Mm-hmm. I really realize that they will never put an extrusion of nougat into their advertising, um, but they should. And peanuts. And it's kind of salty. And even caramel. It's not, it's not super sweet. And the caramel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, I think it's a, I think that's a great call. And it does. I mean, I don't know if this is a plus or a minus, but every time I eat a payday, at least 30% of the peanuts will wind up on your lap. 
Because <laughs> every time you take a bite, like that nougat and caramel is doing its best to hold everything together, but it is marriage story every time you take a bite in. <laughs> it just breaks apart. It's Adam Driver crying with every bite. Yeah. Yeah, because it's the only one that it feels like that every other one that is the chocolate is holding it together. Yes. You know what I mean? The chocolate is the glue. It's the tortilla. It's the nori of that candy bar. And if it doesn't have that, it feels like it's inside out. Yes. Like we're going to put the sticky thing that holds everything together, just a thin extrusion of it in the middle. And then we're going to stick these peanuts to it on the outside. Yeah. I feel like this is a disappointment maybe to some people who would prefer whatever they're a bowl of gummy bears with milk poured over it. A bowl of gummy bears with milk poured over it. Absolutely. Or some more quote unquote candy candy. But Mm -hmm. the question specifically was as an adult, which candy is best suited to eat for breakfast? And the answer is the one that's protein packed. Yeah. Without as much of the sugar. So uh, there's plenty in there, but you have uh, the crash won't be as bad. And maybe some of the protein will help to counteract that. And it's probably the one that's designed to make you feel the least guilty for eating it. So even psychologically, you feel better about like, yeah, I had a payday, but it's basically like a protein bar. Yeah. But it's not. It's a full-fledged candy bar. It is absolutely a candy bar in sheep's clothing. And hey, there's nothing wrong with having a little candy for breakfast now and then. Yeah. Have I told my story of going to dinner with a bunch of JPL people in Austin? I don't know. I was at South by Southwest several years ago, mm-hmm. and our pal Bobak was there. Mm-hmm. Bobak Verdosi, aka mm-hmm. the Mohawk guy. And so he and I linked up, and a bunch of he was there to to speak, and a bunch of JPL folk were there with him. So we all went to dinner together. So it was me and just a bunch of JPL people who were all the coolest, smartest. People. Of course, yeah, that is a smart table. And everybody was like. You know, we should just order the dessert first. And there was some like logical reason why we should do it. Well, they're scientists. And it was amazing to have the dessert first and then to have the meal was awesome. Interesting. We were bucking the trend. All of this to say. Have you done that since? Have you had dessert? Has that become a trend in your life that you use every once in a while? I haven't, but that was really, it was a very special, you know, that whole experience was very special to me. Those science guys do everything in crazy ways, man. I will say over the course of a day, especially working from home, that I eat a lot of things that would probably be considered out of order. So <laughs> in a way, I sure. carry that spirit with me everywhere. But I think the answer to this question, do you agree with me? Yeah. I, since you said it, it's the only one that I can think of. I thought, I mean, Snickers was what I came in with as the one that I thought was going to be the victor. Sure. Because I had not thought of the payday because I never, when I'm thinking about candy bars, think about the payday because it doesn't feel as much like a candy bar to me. And that exactly people of the world is the reason why it has low key slipped into the spot as the ideal candy to eat for breakfast. If you're an adult, there's something so breakfasty about it, especially that idea of I'm just going to grab something and go. This candy is not part of a nutritious breakfast. You're not going to have it with other things. It is the whole breakfast. So you want the whole breakfast to sustain you, hopefully for long enough that you don't have to snack a bunch or you can make it to lunch or you can make it to whatever your first snack is. If you're doing five small meals, if you're doing five small meals, what a perfect way to start them with something like a payday. Yeah. Start with dessert as not only the beginning of a dinner, the beginning of a day. Yeah. And all that protein. Yeah. And salt. 
and sweet. And caramel. It's got everything. And an extrusion of nougat. An extrusion of nougat. It's got everything that you need right there. And that is why the payday Dallas Gray is the candy that is best suited to eat for breakfast. And that is asked and answered for all time. Then that means, unfortunately, Dallas, that you must either retire that as an icebreaker question, or if anybody gives an answer other than payday, you are now obligated to explain to them why they're wrong. That's right. (laughs) I like the idea that we could help him out with his next icebreaker question. Maybe another episode for us could be best icebreaker question. We'll just look at our long list of uh, questions that we've been submitted. That's true. This topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter at we got this tweets or you can email us at we got this podcast at gmail.com or discuss the candies you eat for breakfast at our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash we got this podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, whom you can listen to on his own podcast, a bit of a chat with Ken Plume, on which Mark and myself have both guested, along with Judge John Hodgman many times and other notable people from pop culture and beyond. Also, thank you to researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Eric Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thank you, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, the people of the world, for going on this very strange <laughs> journey. Why are you laughing? Because we're having candy for breakfast, man. Okay. But you know what? If I'm going to have candy for breakfast, I want to have it with the people of the world. Dang it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We got got this. this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.